0: Well, hello there. Thank you for joining me today. You are going to be so glad you did. I have got a really juicy topic lined up for us today. We're talking about my favorite four letter word, and that is the word fear, not just how to recognize it or where it may come up, but how to work through it. So hang in there with me. Welcome to the Inspired Way the podcast and leaders community for heart-centered women with a big vision and drive to make a difference in the world. This podcast is for you if you're ready to create rapid results and flow in your life, business, or career. I'm your host, C.J. Rivard. With over 25 years in executive leadership, I bring practical business and leadership advice combined with personal growth strategies, energy alignment, and manifestation techniques to help conscious female leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs live their most expansive and abundant life join us weekly for actionable tips and insights from myself and the brilliant guest experts i interview to help you create aligned success visit the inspiredwave.com for more free resources and information now is the perfect time for you to take aligned action toward living your soul's purpose and i'm so excited you're here I did a survey in my Facebook group a while ago, and the number one obstacle that they told me they had coming up for them, not just in the workplace or building a business, but personal lives as well, the number one thing that came up was fear. And this is really telling because I don't think we talk about this enough. That's my opinion. I know that it kept me stuck for a long time from moving forward because I was paralyzed with it. And I didn't even know that this was an area I needed to work on because I was in my comfort zone for so long. So we'll talk about comfort zone as well. But you don't realize how you'll handle fear until you start pushing out of your comfort zone and experiencing it, right? So if you're a little unsure or feeling a little stuck and beating yourself up, stop it right now. It's not your fault. It's our brain's natural programming to throw that fear up. And I think that our society is not doing us any favors, actually not at all doing us any favors because there's this prevalent mentality out there that all you have to do is be brave, just be courageous, buckle down and feel the fear and do it anyway. And that kind of ticks me off because that does not work. That you absolutely can do that if you are just doing something new And it's a little bit of a stretch for you. Maybe you get a little, you feel a little excited, a little anxiousness before you do it, but you can do it. It's in your realm of your skill set, maybe. But if it's a really big dream or vision, something way out there that is a stretch for you, like, you know, let's say you've never spoken in front of people and you want to get up on a stage and do a TED talk or speak in front of 10,000 people or something like that. That is a scary, big goal. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard the quote, and I'm going to forget who said it, but if your dreams don't scare you a little bit, they're not big enough. I truly, truly believe we are here to evolve. And the only way we can expand and grow is by stepping out of the same old, same old that we know. Stretching ourselves and getting out of our daily routine and trying new things that scare us a little bit, but back to the big fears. So I didn't realize that this was something that would come up for me. I went decades doing my thing, being a confident leader, showing up, leading my team, dealing with problems, negotiating resolutions in difficult challenges. And so if you had said to me, Oh, you've got a self-esteem issue and you're going to struggle with, you know, being scared to do things. I would have thought, you know, you don't really know me. That's not true. That's not going to happen until it happened. So it didn't come up for me until I started questioning my path and thinking about taking on new roles. Think about that. Our identity is created frequently by the roles that we've had or that we are in and if you start to think about a new role taking on a new role you could have some fear come up but that wasn't the big fear for me it gets better so the really really big fear was getting on camera because i knew that that was the way of the future and You know, to connect to an audience, if you're not in front of them directly, I needed to get on camera and I was paralyzed. And the funny thing is, it wasn't even back at that time, people weren't going live. It was recordings that I couldn't do. I would sit there for hours and stare at the camera and think about what I was going to do and what I was going to say and think about pushing that record button and think about it some more and think about it some more and not do it let me know if this has ever been you for anything but what happens is our self-esteem starts to shrink because we start doubting ourselves more i'm not good enough i couldn't work through that fear i couldn't step through it and just do it you know go just do it like a nike commercial or you know be the courageous and brave feel the fear kind of person i should be and you start feeling less than. And that is so not right. Please don't do that if that's ever been you. And if there was something in the past that you never worked through and did, you may still have hard feelings against yourself for not doing it. So forgive yourself because it's a broken strategy to think that just being motivated and feeling the fear is going to be the right fit for everyone, for every situation. So I wanted to talk for a quick minute about comfort zones. I'm sure you've heard about them. And basically it's the limits that the oldest part of our brain puts on us because it's programmed for survival. You've heard of fight, flight, freeze. This is that part of the brain. It's called the amygdala or the reptilian brain. We refer to it as sometimes because it's the oldest part and it's instinctual and it's for survival. So anything that's out of the norm, it throws up resistance on. Now, it may not always feel like fear. It might feel like just some resistance and you don't know why you're resisting you feel overwhelmed or you're going to procrastinate, you're indecisive. It may not feel like fear, but there's going to be resistance coming up because it's out of your norm. And so your brain thinks of your normal routine, the stuff you always do, as safe. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad for you. So maybe it's a bad habit you have and you'd like to change that habit, your brain's going to do everything it can to keep you doing that habit because it feels safe to the brain because it's what it knows. Anything different, like changing your habits, is outside of that comfort zone, and you're going to get some resistance. Whether it feels like fear or not, you're going to have resistance come up. And so if it's a big fear, I just want to say but that's completely normal and your brain is doing its job. So thank your brain for working so well, doing what it's supposed to do and keeping you safe. But let me give you some strategies. I've got eight. You do not need to use all of these ever. It's not called for, but I like to give a variety of ideas because we're not all the same. And what worked for me may not work for you, but something else will. So let me find my notes here so I don't forget anything. And I talk about working through fear a lot because this is one of the elements in my Aligned Success Blueprint is connecting with your personal power. You can't do that if you don't completely trust yourself and you're not able to step forward confidently and take action. And it doesn't feel good. It's disempowering if you get caught up and stuck in fear and not taking the aligned actions that you've determined you should be taking. So it's really important to be able to maintain and embrace our personal power to be able to work through fear. Again, it's going to come up, but you need to recognize it first of all, and then be able to work through it. My mentor, John Maxwell, has a great quote where he says, the greatest mistake we make is living in constant fear that we will make one. And that may not be the fear that you're feeling, but it's pretty common that people worry about fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of rejection. What will people say? What if? Like we get into a lot of what ifs, don't we? What if, what if, what if, what if? So anyway, the first strategy, and this actually is a step that you may have to take frequently, is to practice emotional awareness. This is a key component in emotional intelligence, being aware of what you're feeling. A lot of people will have fear coming up for them and they'll say, oh, I'm just tired, so I can't do that right now. Oh I'm just overwhelmed. Oh I just can't make up my mind and it's really fear of doing something new or different or you know judgment or whatever is coming up whatever's attached to that fear it's fear that's keeping them from taking action. So the first thing is to recognize if that's what's keeping you out of action. If we don't take action, we're not going to get the results we want. So the second thing is to be able to put the fear into context. That instinct is programmed in our brain to keep us safe. And it's very valid and we need it. So identify, what's the fear? Is there something to be afraid of? Is it a legitimate fear? Should we run? You know, it doesn't come up very often since we stop being cavemen, you know, running and hiding from tigers and bears, but should we run? Is it something you know sometimes i don't know maybe you you're in a dark place in the city and your spider sense comes on and you know your instincts and you feel fear well you should pay attention to that and get out of there because there probably is something or there may be something you don't want to stand around and argue about it you want to just like take off it's a good thing to feel fear sometimes So put it into context, but normally it's a social fear. It's fear of failure or rejection or what will people say. Fear of loss of security is a big one for a lot of people. And yet, you know, there is no security in various workplaces. There's, you know, we see layoffs and companies going out of business all the time. So it's a false sense of security, perhaps but the loss of security is a fear a lot of people have. But I digress, hang on there. So put it into context. And then, you know, if it's not a physical fear or something you need to run away from, ask yourself what the underlying belief is that's causing the fear. There's probably something social going on, but what's the belief? What is it that you're thinking might happen? What is the what if? That's causing you fear. You know, is it? I might fail. Well, what's the worst case scenario if that were to happen? What would happen? So, a lot of times, because fear is an emotion, it takes you out of your thinking conscious side of your brain. If you can get back into the logical, rational, analytical side of your brain and start thinking through is it logical? Is it probable? That kind of thing, it can help pull you out of the emotional state that you may be in. So that can be helpful to calm you down. If you're feeling inflated emotions, you don't want to be feeling and there's no obvious, necessarily obvious or logical reason for it. So what's worst case scenario and what's the probability that that would happen? You know, that might help you calm down. Did not help me with the camera situation, but it might help you depending on the circumstance. My next tip is to look at your choices because first of all, there's a lot of things you can do if you're physically feeling fear to calm down. There's a lot of tips and tools out there. You can do some deep breathing, a little short meditation or something if you have time. You can, I really like tapping or EFT, that is a big stress reliever, brings your cortisol levels right down. You can try, one of my favorite hacks is to just take a minute or two and focus on gratitude. And what that does, besides making you feel good, because that's a great high vibe emotion, what it does is bring you back to the present moment. Because if you're in fear You're focusing on something you're afraid of happening in the future, not the present moment or something that's happened in the past. So get yourself back to the present moment, practice mindfulness, and that will help. Another choice you have, which is what the thinking of gratitude would do for you, is to just shift your attention. If you're feeling fear, there's a specific thought Or belief that's causing it. Shift your attention. You can see yourself successful doing that thing if it's like an action you're trying to take. You can see yourself successful or you can go think of rainbows and unicorns if you want. But shifting your attention will eliminate what you're feeling because you'll be thinking of and focused on something different. So that works like a charm. And then the other thing you can choose to do is give up your need to control. We all like to have control and there's very little that we control other than our thoughts and our emotions. So if you acknowledge that and just trust yourself and what you're trying to do, work on building up your self esteem, which is a big thing for building your confidence and helping you step forward into unknown territory, it will be easier to do when you believe in yourself and you know that it's okay if you fail or you don't do a hundred percent, the best job possible. It's okay. Nobody likes perfect people anyway. Did you know that nobody does? They're not real. That's why. So Take that pressure off yourself and work on building up your self-esteem. That's a choice and that can do a lot. I didn't know I had to work on self-esteem. I thought I was good until I started trying to step out of my comfort zone. So maybe that's you too. It's very common. You know, it's not, don't beat yourself up. There are ways to improve it and actually I'm going to include a free ebook in the show notes. So be sure and take a look for that if this is an area you'd like to work on. The next thing, and I love this recommendation, the next thing that really works, really works, is to chunk down the action and acclimate slowly to that thing that you are trying to do that's causing so much fear. So most of the time, not always, but most of the time, there are little actions we can take to build up to that bigger thing. Like I was talking about public speaking, you don't have to go from zero to getting on a TEDx stage unless you want to. There are lots of smaller stages or groups or Toastmaster groups or ways you can practice before you do the TEDx. Another analogy I like to use is fear of the water. You don't, I don't recommend it anyway. You don't go up in the deep end of the pool and jump off the high dive if you're scared of the water. That would be, I mean, I think there might be some systems that recommend doing that because you get over your fear right away. I don't know. That's ridiculous to me. And I would rather acclimate slowly to the water. And realize that there's nothing to fear and just like get closer and closer and ease into it rather than jumping up the high dive. If that's good for you, you know, you're the type of person that just wants to rip off the band aid and not worry about it. Maybe you would jump off the high dive, jump on the TEDx stage without a lot of practice. That's up to you, but there are other ways to approach it that I recommend just chunking down and acclimating. So in the situation of my fear of getting on camera, when I finally hit record, I just practiced talking to the camera. I didn't go live. I didn't share the video. I deleted it. But I practiced trying to become a little more natural talking to a camera, which is kind of weird. (laughs) And then... You know, the first time I went live, I did it in a private group where I could practice what the tech looked like and figure it out. Because that's a whole other level of stress, you know, that I didn't need to deal with when I was doing the real thing. Think about that. What are the steps you can take to bring down different things that are stressing you out and acclimate slowly to the thing that you're in fear of? Okay, I have three more strategies and these are the ones that have helped me the most. So I saved the best for last. So hang in there with me. The top strategy that has really, really helped me is learning to connect with my higher consciousness and to trust my intuition. And this is relevant because if I know I'm going in the right direction and taking aligned action, following my intuition or gut instincts, I'm less likely to question whether I should be doing something or not. And I'm more likely to be okay with, okay, well, maybe it won't work, but I'll learn and I'm going to keep going because I know this is the right path to take. Think about that. Do you know you're on the right path and doing the right actions? then just do them and learn from it. That helped me a lot. I just can't stress that enough. The next thing that was hugely helpful and continues to be hugely helpful for me, I have a manifesting framework that I share with my clients. And in it, we work on visualizing success or the big goal that we're working toward and feeling into it. I'm sure you've probably heard of this before, But do you do it regularly? So if something is causing a little fear or anxiety for you, have you tried seeing yourself successful at it and really feeling that pride of accomplishment, but not just on the TEDx stage, but those little steps you have to take between here and there? Can you see yourself doing it and really feel the pride of getting into motion and into aligned action? And then the last strategy I have for you, and this was the kicker for me, I have to say, this was the big kicker, get out there and do it for me. Ask yourself, okay, we talked about logically thinking through what the worst case scenario is and how probable it was. So ask yourself, you've got a worst case scenario that you're afraid of. Are you better off for that thing to happen or to never try? that's a kicker, isn't it? Nobody likes to live with regrets. And I can tell you from taking a pass on a few things years ago and not doing it, it will go back to haunt you for years because you allowed fear to hold you back. Now, having accountability partners and encouragement around you can also help to egg you on and hold you accountable and just do that thing. There's a lot of other strategies you might find and try, but these were the top ones that have worked for me. And that last one's a killer. Ask yourself that question. And if you get a, no, I'm not better off not trying, then go do it. So thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate sharing some time with you. I hope you make it a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to take your growth, success, and manifesting skills to the next level while being supported by an encouraging sisterhood, I invite you to join the Rising Tide. Membership is now open and there's a link in the comments. Together we rise.